Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing? What is up? Welcome to Weekly Games Chat. And uh, yes, indeed, let's go. Uh, I say that because we are also streaming this episode live on Twitch.tv, and we have a, a first-time chatter. What up to Raptor for saying let's go to get us going. My name is Sean. This is episode three, 390? Jeez, how did we do this? Uh, but yeah, this is uh, the world's best podcast about video games. So you found us. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, so I got bad news. I got good news. I guess it kind of depends on how you look at it. John took PTO again. Let's just be honest. He's running out quick. But that doesn't mean that Chris did, or we probably would not be recording today. So good news. Fans of Chris, Chris is here. Chris, how are you doing, sir? Doing good. <laughs> but I'm also hearing some audio things that we'll see how it goes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We haven't first try. This has all first been first try. try. This is a you know, this is just a beta thing that we're doing over here on the Twitch. So whoo. <laughs> That's good times. But um yeah, so if you all right. Is he being for real? So right now, guys, this will be a really funny intro, particularly if we keep it, because uh, Chris just mentioned he is hearing something. So that's behind the scenes talk for something's not right. Well, we have a troll who is supposedly one of our best friends who immediately said, is there static? Is it new to the stream? But he clearly is joking. But he did that in the middle of a Twitch stream that has a delay. In the middle of a delay, Chris, you could... You could believe things, not believe things. The worst possible thing to say when you have friends who are recording a professional broadcast would be to say that there is static when there's not static. Yep. <laughs> well, next week when there's not a live stream, you just remember it's all Jay Dalton's fault. Yeah, jo yeah, Jay Dalton, friend of the show Josh, has ruined your experience for you. He took that away from you. Uh, that was not our fault. Uh, <laughs> but literally how it, <laughs> it, it's funny. I got to read this retort because Josh now has said, ladies and gentlemen, to keep you up with Josh talk for episode 390. He's sorry. He's a little angry. He's a John fan and he might be a little mad that John's not here. And, and again, <laughs> that actually makes me laugh out loud, but this is our intro of the show. Um, that is so funny. Uh, it's funny to see when uh, one of us, so being one of the hosts, we, uh, of course, we have banning power on twitch.tv. And <laughs> Chris just totally exercised that, that ban power. He For 108 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> that is good times. But yeah, no, John, this week, just me and Chris, we're going to try to have some fun with it. Um, and if, if you're, uh, by the time you hear this, you'll hear what the topic, you see what the topic is when you downloaded it. That's not, it's a nice joy for us. So maybe we can have some fun, um, you know, with this and all, but this part of the show, we call it the intro. Uh, and that's because we are simply introing the hot mess express. That is weekly games chat. You know, and when we do that, a lot of times, uh, we like to maybe catch up with what happened in the week before and you know, all that stuff. But, as I was sitting here thinking, it was like, man, I've had a busy week since the last time we talked. Um, I got a new fancy new job. I'm actually doing jobby stuff in the job. 
uh, I've DJed some stuff, some some stuff I didn't. I've DJed something, Chris, that got me uh, the most views I've ever got on TikTok. Wait, not the most views, the most likes of a video. Mm-hmm. But it has it's also increased. Some traffic has found that video. Now they're liking other videos I put out there. But then I realized my my TikTok videos are just like DJ stuff. I need to be funny or something. We need to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in all that, <laughs> in all that, uh, it hit me that you know there's how do I say this? I'm gonna I'm gonna go into mine first. So the title of my intro, just to kind of see how I get there, ladies and gentlemen, is called. 28 or 22 to 28, sorry, 22 to 28. So that's what I'm going to get to. Uh, but we're in a world, in a world in a where world. things are starting to come out. Like it's February now. And, uh, you know, as we record right now, if you decided to pre order the, uh, what is it? The, not the collector's edition. Is it the collector's edition of Harry Potter? I'm sorry, of Hogwarts. Deluxe it's edition. The, the deluxe edition. You got an access to three full days. Uh, to play that game before it releases to the masses, which is fantastic, right? Sure. Uh, but what I thought about was, man, that's now here. That think about how excited we get when things are on. We find out about them, and then they're on the horizon to kind of release, and then they release, and it's like I can't believe this is finally here. And that's how I'm gonna feel. Apparently, <laughs> between sometime of February 22nd through February 28th. Because oh. that is now the official delivery time for my PSVR two. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> what's the yeah, what's launch date? It's it's the, supposedly the twenty second. So you and might get that, it. Well, I'm thinking they got the window on purpose just to kind of protect themselves. For but sure. But it made me it made me think about like when you have a uh, like do you remember back in the day when you scheduled cable installation? <laughs> And they would say, like, all right, we'll be there from between 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> You're like, so can I not do anything? What if I got to run to the store? Like, what, I need food. Like, it just reminded me of how you kind of, like, wait for that entire day. And they usually, if they don't come really early in the day, it's usually they come at, like, 8.30. So you're like, you could have done everything. Uh, but the joke for me, and I find humor in a lot of things, if you do try to leave, I did that once. I got a phone call from the guy. Hey, I just pulled up your house. Somebody answered the door. Like, what's happening? But I am very excited. And it is my goal, ladies and gentlemen, for the 22nd through the 28th, um, to show you guys everything that the PSVR 2 is or isn't, kind of depending on your perspective. Um, Chris, I actually thought about doing an unboxing video and starting a YouTube channel. Why did I think that? It's not going to happen. When it gets here, I'm going to open it up like a child at Christmas and get it going. So. Um, you know, it is what it is. And, and yeah, I love, we, we've had some discord chat and if you look at the internet, people are going to start drumming up excitement or, uh, not, I would call it reverse excitement for what PSVR two has at launch and, or what it may do. But Hey, I'm your source. I'll be the guy. Just know that I'm not going to be able to talk to you on the 22nd. And at least until, is this a leap year? Is there a 29th? I don't think so. Okay, so it's to the first. Somewhere in there, I got you. Uh, but when I talked about being a child, I, I was alive back in the 80s. That's when I was born. Yeah, I'm a boomer. Uh, so I can think back, and I'm going to tie this into what I just said about Christmas and opening up the PSVR. And all of that's fine and dandy, but when you talk about dates, there's one in particular that Chris wants to highlight 
it it ha- it, ha- it has to do with something in the eighties. And I'm going to highlight a month called April, ladies and gentlemen, a day called the fifth, and the year called 1984. Chris, Sean, how old were you on April fifth, 1984? Three. I would have been turning four on the thirtieth. I was literally days away from being 10 months old. And that is the day in the history of the NBA that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar surpassed Will Chamberlain to become the highest scoring player in NBA history. Now, Sean, it is Tuesday that we're recording this. So the day before for the listeners out there, uh, it's going to happen tonight, Chris. And it is very possible that one LeBron James uh, <laughs> is going to score 36 points to get to 38,976 points all time and surpass what many, myself included, thought was the un. There's like two scoring records that everyone thinks is unbreakable, right? One is. Will Chamberlain scoring 100 points, and the other was Kareem's 38,975 points. But it's going to happen. And the funny thing is, as much as you know, I'm a big LeBron fan. Yeah, definitely. I don't, even though I know he's a great scorer, that is not what I think of when I think of LeBron James, right? I think of five tools. I think of probably the best passing forward in the history of the NBA case of point. He just last week got the fourth all time in assist. And if you go look at that list of players, you'll notice one thing that's common with everyone in the top 20 besides LeBron James, they're all point guard, Sean, yeah. because typically yeah. that's the position that gets assist. Yeah. They're known for, you know, dishing the dimes left and right nightly, but yeah, but you know, I think it just kind of shows like, People think of shooters, they think of MJ, they think of KD, they think of Steph, right? Yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, just because you don't have a pretty shot does not mean you're not a great scorer. And that's basically what LeBron James has done for 20 years. And the freakish thing to me is I think like the only person I can remember getting close to this record, uh, you'll know this name, Sean, one one Carl Malone. Until Mm -hmm. Stetson Bennett came around, he was apparently known as the mailman. But now Stetson <laughs> yes. Bennett got that job. Yeah, yeah I, don't, uh, I don't like, by the way, that Stetson took that name. Fun fact. Yeah, right. Get a new nickname. <laughs> he, but I think he really was a mailman. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you don't know Carl Malone's doing. He could be a mailman right now. Facts. In Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But, um, yeah, you know, like, Carl's the only person I remember getting close. And I remember his 20th season. And like Carl was scoring like two or three points a night because he was old. And, you know, when you get yeah, to but 38, he also didn't start when he was like 17. Yeah, but like LeBron's two years younger than what he is. And right now, he's got like his second highest scoring season. He's he's like top five scoring in the league right now. And he's 38 years old. When Mike played yeah. at 38, he averaged like 20 points. <laughs> I just want to put this out there like, it's freakish, and it's like the big thing that's been kind of apparent in all this as time has gone on is if LeBron James wanted to probably just be a scorer, he could have been, but that wasn't what his focus was. 
His focus was he wanted to be magic. He didn't want to be Mike, right? He might have loved to watch Mike. He wanted to be magic. And that's what he's done. And personally, I just think like of, of achievements out there, that's that's up there. You know, it's it's one of those things that uh watch this. This is fun. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. I know it, but he just exercised demons again. <laughs> it's fun waking up. But yeah, it's just uh it's one of the most impressive things I've seen. And I don't care how you feel about the man. Like, cause I think today, unfortunately, we judge our sports athletes a little bit harder than we did back then because social media, right? Someone says something and everyone gets pissed off. I don't know why. Uh, but you know, it's it's just I've never seen a player like this. The only other person I could think it's comparable in AR sport is probably Tom Brady, right? Oh yeah. I mean, and you want to pull up his uh his social real quick to see his uh <laughs> his underwear post he put out there, right? <laughs> but uh but yeah, regardless it's a great achievement and I wanted to make sure to make note of it because I am the resident basketball guy here and you know. You are. You are the NBA we cannot wait to hear about NBA 2K23. That's still coming, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what the topic of this episode is. <laughs> uh, but we also, uh, you know, keeping in the theme of sports, it was real funny. Um, mm. Shout out to Fizzle Gig. He he hopped in the chat, and this is a really good joke. All right, we got to take it. Uh, we if we dish it out, we got to take it. And the joke was, why do Forty Nine er fans make the best girlfriends? Oh, give you a second to think about that. The 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 response is because they don't expect a ring anytime soon. Oh, that hurts. Ooh, Ooh that, it's Super Bowl that, week, isn't it? It is Super Bowl week, and that's the lead in, Chris. Good job there. Uh, next time we record a show, we will have a Super Bowl champion. So shout out to the Chiefs fans and the Eagles fans. Uh, my daughter today said that because Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson. And uh, Josh Job are all ex-Alabama players on Philadelphia. She is leaning to the Eagles. They beat the Niners. I, I don't like the Chiefs. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we, I would like to hear from any, and we do this sometimes. We understand that there are true gamers that listen to us, and they don't really get into sports, but they let us have this avenue to kind of you know, talk about sports for a little bit. Cause we, we do like our date, our dose of sports. We like our gaming. We like all sure. the things. Um, so I, I do know that the NFL is a big product. People that listen to it or watch it probably listen to us. So we would love to hear who you're going for. Oh, oh you know, and all that stuff. Oh, my wife's home. I just heard her. Apparently the dogs are going at it. Do you ever, you know, you don't, I guess, cause it's just Penny. Yeah, that's true. But these dogs will go to, to, to the death fight out of nowhere. It's hilarious. But yeah, uh, there it is. So so between the 22nd and 28th, I'm officially on on track to get my PSVR 2. Uh, LeBron's scoring record could be broken as of tonight's recording. It, it may already be old old news by the time this podcast airs. Yeah. If he, uh, doesn't, the Super Bowl. Huh? If he doesn't do it tonight, it'll more than likely be Thursday night. So Thursday. So two. we'll see. And then on Sunday, it's Super Bowl Sunday. That is the official name the NFL gives it. I did see that Tennessee, by the way, the state of Tennessee put in for legislation to officially be the first state to make the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday a national holiday, or at least for the state. And hopefully that would make its way nationally. Because a lot of people, 
kind of would that that would be kind of cool. I think you're going to have the folks that went about the World Series. Nothing is like the day that is Super Bowl Sunday. That's all it is. That's all it is. But this has been our intro. Um, Chris, <laughs> I need Chris's focus. I really do, uh, and I say that because he is uh he he's having fun today with his moderator skills in our Twitch chat. That's just another reminder that in addition to hearing this podcast, if you want to see it, hop on over to twitch.tv. You can see it kind of be recorded. Uh, early on, we mentioned a first-time chatter, Megalaraptor, right? Guess what Megalaraptor said? That they had been listening to us on Pandora, Chris. Hmm. Heard us and found the Twitch stream. That's super cool. Welcome. Uh, and of course, welcome to everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And the next time you hear our voices, uh, I believe it's going to be that topic time, unless Chris wants to add anything else. Uh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, if this is your, if you listen to the entire intro and you're here, thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. But of course, if you look at your smart device and you just came right to the topic for this week, hey, you're here. It doesn't matter. We're all here together. Let's close the doors. Welcome everybody in and let's get cozy. Uh, this is where I'm going to be quiet now. Shut up, if you will, and let Chris do what he does to properly introduce this week's topic. The topic is. Yes. Hi, Fire! That's one of your best ones, dude. I think that so. Is, that is dope. Uh, yeah, this. That right there, man, that gets me kind of going. That's perfect. I love that you do that going into games, especially games that I've played that we're going to talk about together. But uh, you are the sole responsibility, and at least for me, putting this on my radar of, bro, you need to tighten up. This is awesome. This came out of nowhere. And then from your early adoption of hopping on it and playing it, it caught mm. fire. It was a, uh, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit. It was a game that's one of those situations where it's like, hey, this is Hi-Fi Rush. By the way, you can play it now. That kind of thing happens. And it's not always that you get a game that turns out to be pretty effing good. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah, it was, I mean, really, it's it's not me who put on the radar. Uh, to their credit, it's old Tango softworks right with the uh surprise shadow drop of this game so for yeah. those who didn't didn't watch it um xbox had their their developers direct thing which is kind of like their nintendo direct format i guess and um at like when it started they were supposed to be talking about four games and all of a sudden they had a little fifth one pop up you're like huh okay i guess they're revealing something today and this was it. And then at the very end, they said, by the way, this game is playable tonight. And as <laughs> soon as I watched that trailer, I said, well, I'm definitely playing this because one rhythm game like those. Uh, and two, 
it looks like someone who used to love Jet Set Radio back in the early 2000s finally made the game I had been waiting for for about 20 years. Um, yeah, you said that a few times, and I went. So I went back. I didn't remember playing Jet Set Radio. I don't think I did. I think I was more Crazy Taxi and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think during the same time frame. But yes, a hundred percent of what you just said is true as far as uh, at least how it looks when you put them side by side and stuff like that. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I oh mean, no! Are you doing? You're doing? Oh no! <laughs> you're doing the thing. I love it. You won't know what I'm talking about. We're gonna leave it there. You have to see on Twitch.tv to see Chris doing the thing he's doing now. Uh, but yeah, talking about. the the main thing people are gonna talk about uh, when when they talk about this game is how it is a rhythm based action game. Oh no! Uh, and generally speaking, the only other time I Rock Band doesn't count, right? We're talking like the uh the what was the Zelda dungeon crawler that I uh, played? Hyrule. Uh, I'll find it. I'll Google it real quick. But that's the only time I've really played one of these, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence. Cadence of Hyrule. of Hyrule. Yeah, which is like they had another game too. Uh, before that, that was really good. Uh, but, but, but one thing that oh, go ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to step on your toes. You got a little bit more time on it than I do. Uh, but yeah, I, I have to say, you know, this game hits in so many ways I was not expecting. Like at first when I looked at it, I was like, this could be, there could be a reason we're putting this out today. Okay. Free, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just like, it's going to game pass. We don't want to market it. Just put it out there. It gives us something to say. We put some out in the Q1. Right, because you know, before this, check we the old box. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, Xbox. Like last year, even though they put out Peniment, let's just be honest. Like, compared to the previous year, <laughs> right? Like where you got, uh, you know, Psychonauts and Halo, Microsoft Flight Simulator, all those games. Right, everyone was kind of last year going, "Hey, Xbox, which do something, please." And like I said, Peniment was really the only thing you got, which a lot of people liked Peniment but that played it, but you know, it's not a mass appeal game. And honestly, this, this is probably one of the best moves Microsoft has done for one of their games. And I mean, so long, like you think of in retrospect, how Halo started up here and we were all loving Halo and yeah. then where they are now, it's pretty bad um <laughs> it's not fair but it is pretty bad yeah, yeah i mean it's just the reality of the situation no matter how you slice it but um this you know came out no fanfare and even though again it's on game pass you go a couple of days later and check steam and it's like the number two selling game and everything you know i haven't checked it lately let me just see if it's still i don't think it's like I would be amazed if it's still in the top 10, but yeah, I'm going to go. Look. How much was it on steam? Do you remember? It was like 30 bucks. So it's, you know, it's not, yeah. you know, not highly expensive. Uh, it's still, I don't know if it's, top, it's like in the top 20 still. Right. But more importantly, the thing that was interesting about it was that uh, <clears throat> the reception, right? Like, you know, Xbox, for whatever reason, there seems to be the longer a game is waited on, the more likely it is to get negative 
reactions from people online. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if it's fair. It's just the way it is, right? Well, so far, you know, it's already gotten 7,500 reviews on Steam, and it's sitting at a 98% positive rate from them. So this game came and connected with a base that I don't think a lot of these game companies even kind of knew or were like thinking about, like maybe an indie developer was, but not someone like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. They're not really making this kind of game that often. This, I, I guess you could argue maybe this is like one of the things where if, if game pass does go right, this is the good part of it. Right. Is that Xbox can be like, Hey, it's okay that you want to go make a smaller game that doesn't have a huge budget and is a little bit more of a passion project because on the back end, we're not so much concerned about what you do. We're concerned that Starfield hits and, you know, is widely popular and draws a bunch of million people to the server. That's what they're concerned about. Versus like the old days, like if this had been a Bethesda game, they would have had to market it before they were yeah. acquired by Microsoft. And like, you know, it could have been a thing that again, Maybe critically it was well received. A darling or whatever, but yeah, how many yeah, people would have played it, right? You know, yeah, maybe then Tango was like trying to figure out what they're going to do next. Now it's like they got options, right? They could do this game, they could do another one of these kind of yeah. games, or maybe they go back to doing things like Evil Dead and or Evil Within and, you know, um, Ghostwire Tokyo and all that kind of stuff. It's like the options are there to kind of expand what that studio is all about as opposed to just being a horror game studio for them. Yeah, it's very cool, too. I mean, you mentioned Bethesda and, and the tie-in and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, once you kind of start the game up and you go, you're going through your screens, you see that Tango, uh, what, what is it, Tango Saw, uh, Gameworks, so, right? oh, Game Works, a little right, logo yeah. pop up, and then you see Bethesda's logo, and you're like, man, this is jamming. And I got to say from, from the moment, I'm sure you did this, too, because I think you played with headphones on. Sure. I probably would highly recommend when you, mm -hmm. when you play this game, ladies and gentlemen, not if, but when you play this game, turn up, turn up your headphones, have them on. There is, it's a killer element that's added to the to the feel and play of this game. Sure, um, super dope. You got a taste of it when Chris did the intro, mm -hmm. but man, Chris, story is not. It's not. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not groundbreaking. It's not going to make you go, man. This is a real life situa situation, but it's one of those stories you're having fun with, right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I think it's um. It's interesting because when I did start this, I was like, okay, I'm going to know within 45 minutes if this is going to be a game that's just, if it's good, I was like, it's going to be good because it's got good platforming stuff, right? And good rhythm-based stuff, combat. And I said, like, the question of how long I probably stay here, though, is how annoyed I'm going to get with this main character and the tone it's going for because it's going for that kind of i wouldn't say aggressive punk but it's going for you know a pop punk type thing in terms of pop like punk. yeah like how he yeah. acts um but surprisingly and i thought i was gonna hate the character i'll be for like when i heard the opening i was like i'm gonna hate this guy i already know it i'm gonna hate it but the main character uh chai is his name yeah i have to say I surprisingly like him <laughs> yeah, like he's more because it's like he's while he's consistently just saying terrible one-liners, right? There's that. It's the fact that the whole entire time he is, he's the lovable idiot, right? Everyone else 
in the game kind of has at least a little bit of sense and understanding and knowledge, and especially some of the characters you meet along the way. But he is an idiot. He just thinks I go out here and bash things and I'm cool and I'm the I'm the guy that's gonna save everyone. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of his motif, if you will, but it works and it's really good voice acting the whole entire time, too. So, you know, like the the whole cast so far from from what I've been through, I've done uh, I think there's a total of 12 tracks in the game and I've done eight, right? That's dope. Yeah. yeah. And he's I, I think mean I've done like three or four. Yeah, like he's great throughout you know uh, yeah he really is uh, i mean even when you you eventually get to like the main it's I, I call it the hub where you can do things like view a mural it's like your hiding base type situation that's really cool but like leading up to that um chai starts out and he's like hey i want to be i'm gonna be the future rock star y'all just don't know it yet vibe and yeah. i'm with chris i'm kind of like this guy like this really? yeah this guy right here like this is what rocket that's what it felt like it was going to be you know i was about to go into my like you know, i listen to radiohead type like thing of like <laughs> oh you think this is what rock and roll is huh you know but i'm like oh no 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 they get it they, yeah they, they, they do they, and get, I, they it. get it to the sense of the the tracks they picked for this game it's it's by actual real bands yeah uh really good music because it does fit the rhythm uh you know hack and slash beat them up vibe really really well Mm -hmm. uh, I one thing I did like just kind of as a little tidbit like if you ended up playing this game and you were going to stream it for example or you wanted to put a clip out there there is a streamer mode that they include in it which I think is very smart they actually recorded over another soundtrack that's not copywritten so you won't get in trouble for that kind of stuff yeah which is super cool and they go I mean they don't have a ton of them like this but they do swing for the fences early in this game like yeah. when you do the first boss battle it's to nine inch nails and just yes, like it is the fact someone made a rhythm game and put nine inch nails in there is just crazy. <laughs> um, it's it, pretty dope. It doesn't quite fit with the rest of it because honestly, the one that feels like a lot of the bands that they signed to do this really seems to be mainly in the vein of, man, we really like the black keys. Like you could even hear it. That opening song oh. isn't a black key song right there, but it sure sounds like one. And they do have a yes. black key song in here. So, you know, <laughs> yeah it's it, it's really cool when eventually what happens so chai uh i don't really want to spoil it because the game's not too too long and the story's not too well, too much but he he's all right so chai wants to be he goes around like we just said he's going to be this future rock star guy yeah but there's this thing i had to look it up because i couldn't remember but it's called project armstrong right chris yeah he's that's what he's going to sign up for he basically lives in this world where uh there's this island uh that is ran by a company called vandalay industries i think is the name yeah if i recall and they're having this thing called project armstrong where at the beginning of the game chai has a broke arm right so arguably that's what's keeping him from being a rock star man because you can't play guitar and shred unless you you know you got two active arms i can attest yeah. to that i got two guitars right there hard enough as is uh <laughs> but yeah basically um he goes there kind of cuts the line becomes the first person to go under this test but uh at the beginning uh basically when he's walking through he has he has basically an ipod i was really hoping it would be a zoom just because that would have been a just because that's your jam yeah it, it would have been a funny throwback to microsoft to, it really would have too yeah you know, to fit yeah right um but you know it's just an indiscreet you know kind of looking ipod device 
And as he's getting ready to have his surgery for the arm, um, the CEO of Vandalay kind of gives you an idea that maybe he's not on the level and he picks up Chai's MP3 player and just tosses it. Yeah, because um, when Chai's going in, you, remember like when you go to the airport and you got to take your stuff off, put it in a, bo- a basket type deal? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what Chai had to do. They kind of sent it off and Correct. and eventually that's how the CEO kind of sees his basket by timing. And like Chris is saying, he sees his MP3 player. Yeah. So the MP3 player drops through and right when the surgery is happening, it lands in the middle of Chai's t- chest. And basically during it, it gets infused into his chest so that when he wakes up, and this is a good game mechanic excuse right here. Now he it moves really to, to, the, to the beat. The world around him is moving to the beat of the track. You know, that's playing on his device. I instantly right then I was like, oh, man, I hope he's got a good playlist. <laughs> I like legit as I was playing it. Or does it have Wi-Fi? Like, can he download new songs? Oh, oh my God. Those are the kind of things I thought of because it literally when you think of like Iron Man. Right. Yeah. That's now Chai's chest, but with an iPod. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now everything he does is in tune. Like as he's walking around the world, you know, you can, and of course it, it's working uh, in twofold. Like it makes matches the motif of what's going on with the character. But then on the same time, it's also acting as a, you know, a signal to you, to you, the player who has to do everything within rhythm of what the beat of the world is at this moment, right? So you start to understand, um, you know, oh, we're going one, two, three, four, because yeah. the trees are going one, two, three, yes. four. Uh, you know, that's, a good, that's a good point, Chris, because yeah. like with it being a rhythm game, a lot of people, uh, I want you to go, we're going to talk about how you don't need to be put off by it because you actually don't get penalized for it. But no. um, if you are paying attention, that's why I wanted, I wanted to say either turn it up loud or have headphones on, there's going to be visual cues of the beat. You're going to hear the beat. And there's even an option that I think the game does really beautifully as you're kind of getting onboarded. It shows you that if you want to, you can hit a button and actually show Correct. the beat tracker on the screen if you want to. I mean, uh, at all times. So that's cool. There's also, um, if you've got younger players who may want to give this a try, there's actually a mode that they can turn on, I believe, where they it's basically an auto attack thing. So instead of like, you know, this game is kind of combo driven uh, to what you're doing and you get a lot of them. If you have a, say a younger kid who might not be able to master all those, it will just basically say, Hey, as long as you're kind of pressing X to the beat, the game will handle the combat for you and get you through, you know, so you can kind of see what's going on. Um, yeah. So, you know, that is there for those who want. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, getting to what you said there, this is actually a unique one compared to other ones I've played in the past. I played a little bit of Mel Hellsinger last year. And of course, like you said, Canes of Hyrule, we played a good bit with. And in those games, it is a lot more of trying to be precise on the beat. Like, you know, really thinking about how you press these buttons and react to the enemies that are in front of you. This game is more so instead. The thing that happens is no matter what, when you hit X or Y, those are your two main attacks. Your character is always going to hit the enemy in front of him on the beat. And that's kind of your mm-hmm. cue to get there. The thing that happens though, is that when you press your time, your button presses correctly, 
where they are on the beat, you do more damage and you build up combo meters, which then lead to very big, powerful attacks, right? And also kind of help to build up your super attack, which can do some serious damage to uh, your enemy. So, you know, it's, it's a game that's not going to be hyper aggressive at you, except maybe a few instances, I would say, for trying to be perfect. But it's one where, again, if even if you were just sitting there and hang X, because like the difference between X and Y in this game is kind of X is one hit every beat. So one, two, three, four, you'd be pressing it four times. Yeah, whereas, yeah. whereas the Y attack, the heavy attack is, a, is an attack every two beats. So you do one off two or three, you know, then you'd hit again and then yeah. off for four. Uh, so, you know, you being able to time those all together just gives you an arsenal of attacks and cool things and, yeah. and it's fun Combos and whatnot yeah you know and it's fun because it has that kind of thing also going on where it is consistently has a meter kind of think of mel gear right like we're s tier or i guess really the better thing would be to say something like devil may cry where you know for those players who really want to challenge themselves they can't Right. Like there's no requirement of a score per level, but you also get graded every single time out. So if you want to, you can be that person that just hits one, two, three, four with X again and again and again. And if you do so, as long as you aren't being unaware of your surroundings to where you're not dodging enemy attacks or things like that, right? Um, I think you'll you'll find that you can get through most things on your first try. First try first try yeah i kind of agree on that uh, i did run into a bit of trouble on my first boss encounter just because it was so different to than what you had kind of done to that point yes there had been multiple areas of enemies coming at you and you do have to be on your toes and and stuff like that but the boss fight i think it was a scale of the boss it was just so epic yeah. of how big he was and then when you coupled that you mentioned with that nine inch nails track it was like Part of me was just like, this is amazing. And then I was like, oh, crap, his hand's coming at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the other thing in this game, for the most part, outside of one thing, there's one thing in this game I do not like as far as the core combat and, and stuff that's going on, things you have to do commonly throughout the game. Um, it does a good job of onboarding you where you're, I think the player doesn't get overwhelmed right like yeah, all i agree at once. i agree with like that. yeah you know it comes in and it's like hey let's just start with the beats and then let's explain about how like at the end of if you do a combo you'll have the opportunity where if you remain on beat to do additional damage right and then super after, combo damage bro yeah then it's like okay hey well here's how you do your special attack and how that works eventually it gets to where you have kind of these allies who start coming in and they have certain things they can do for you and you kind of understand how they work. And eventually you work your way up to the one thing I really, surprisingly, even though I love it in most, most games, it's giving me more problems than the most, uh, which is the parry system. Uh, not hey, necessarily. Where's the, parry? Not, right. The band parry. Um, not so much like the the fight to fight moments, right? Like me looking, going, that guy's about to hit me, parry. 
but more so because there are these sequences um and i do not like the visual cue for them where like either a shield will kind of freeze and it will go you'll see it pop up and it will go da 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 right and you'll see little lightning bolts even though they're they're telling you really just how many beats there are total that you're gonna have to do as far as in you know button presses but they don't really show you the time of them and then as soon as that ends the circle appears and you'll see a flashing like ring and you need to be on that beat precisely on the first one because if you miss one of these yeah you're gonna have to yeah. do it again and it's it's somewhat annoying to do those like and it gets even more annoying because there's a boss fight or two where again like after wearing them down out of nowhere they can pull this out where you're you might not have much health left at that point. Uh, maybe you're better at the game than I am, and you do have a ton of health. Then you know, hey, go go, you rock god. Um, but <laughs> I am not that. I have not been that guy. You're not you that know? guy. Yeah, I'm not that guy. Um, but uh, <laughs> in those instances, again, it's like sometimes it just feels a little hard to consistently get that beat down without failing at least a couple of times, and it, it can be annoying. Like I had. When I was first trying to get this down, like I had a time where one of those shield bosses where like that's all it was. Like I went in with full health and I just kept like there were two of them and I could get the first one. No problem. The second one, for whatever reason, I was just not syncing up. Yeah. Um, and there there well, is a training room for that kind of yes. stuff, but doesn't come until a little ways in. And I still don't really like the training on it either. Yeah. yeah, and I think part of the reason why that's so hard is because it kind of does feel arcadey. It feels very actiony, yes. and it feels very button mashing-y. I know that's a lot of made-up words I just did, but I think you know what I mean. Sure. But your brain's fighting that at the same time, hearing this music, knowing it's a beat, and knowing that you can definitely uh, benefit from hitting combos for, like, damage and also for, like, parrying and, and survival. So... Mm-hmm. yeah i think it's a constant thing as a as a gamer where you're where you're trying to balance that and that's why the difficulty kind of ramps up a little bit yeah because it's like there are times where you have precise inputs you have to do but they are mainly either movement or puzzle base right like where the puzzle is you hit a button and then it kind of slowly guides you that you're gonna have to press a at this moment and then hop over here and hit y and then hold down b let go be here and then hit Y again. Right. And you might miss those once or twice just until you see the full pattern and kind of know where your thumb needs to go. But like with this, there's a, you know, there's no punishment. The only punishment for when I fail that trying to figure it out is that I have to do the puzzle again. Right. Which is like, yeah, that's not cool. I mean, well, it's, I mean, it's not hard compared to it's this. not hard, but it's not, I mean, is it's like not cool to do it again, but, yeah, I mean, in addition to like this, these these situations you come up where you got to fight a bunch of mobs or, mm-hmm. um, like Chris said, there's puzzles. There is also some um, platforming that you do. Sure, I kind of personally liked how it it gives you. It doesn't just keep you one stale platform. Sometimes it, it's like straight up 3D platforming, and then sometimes it's 2D side to side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you pay attention, there's a lot of little. You can jump this way instead of that way, and you can find something kind of cool. Yeah. moments and I, I don't know if it's because we play so many games or if we've gotten older and we know all the tricks but i seem to find or have been finding a bunch of stuff that For is sure. not necessarily on the main path or whatever you agree 
Oh yeah, and you could tell it definitely seems to be welcoming to the idea of where like maybe you could come back to these places and you see a few things you can't get like you just tell little metroid little metroid yeah. is right yeah. yeah like but for the most part it is that classic thing where it feels good to do for the most part um it feels and, good and on top of that like it encourages you not just to run forward right like you do feel like you're rewarded and it's in your your best interest to kind of like look and go, oh, I can jump on that cabinet right there. And then once you jump on that cabinet, you start to go, oh, there's a rail over there. Let me jump on, or, you know, like a pipe. Let me jump on that. And then you start walking down you look over and you're like, oh, there's more, you know, more currency or there's a piece that's going to increase my health and things like that. So you you definitely have a reason to go out there and go exploring. It's just going to make you more powerful if you do so. Um, I do have to say, while, you know, I think no one thought that the music would be sounding terrible or anything like that, right? The one thing that is surprising, this is, I mean, like, I've seen a ton of, cell shaded games and sometimes i think it's a little bit hit or miss like sure you do have zelda which i think looks beautiful right but like this especially where it's going with a pop art type motif like comic book pop art right is i have to say one of the most beautifully animated games i've ever seen in this way like it it oh, really yeah, looks like a living comic book um and especially, you know, I, I don't know, I'm guessing you're just playing on your Xbox. So I'm guessing for you, you could play like 120 frames, I would think, on the Xbox. I'm playing on PC. I get 165, like, never once dropping. Butter, butter, it, yeah. It, it just, it looks like the world not only runs great, it's also just visually, like, artistically, it's really great and very pretty. And every area feels distinct, right? Like, I was in our worry I had that these levels were just going to feel like slight reskin. But no, while there's definitely some things where you could see where they save money, for the most part, as you move through this island, every place kind of feels distinct and feels really well drawn and fleshed well, what out. I, what I think that helps tremendously is the tie-in back to the music that we all knew if you're gonna have a rhythm game your music better be spot on but it's the way they bring the the environment alive yeah to the music everywhere you go it adds like this maybe it was probably intentional but it adds like this vibrance and this aliveness to each area you're in whether it's this one box you're jumping drop jumping from mm -hmm. or if it's an actual arena where you're about to take on some mobs but i agree with you 100 percent there yeah it's it's quite pretty to look at um you know but yeah i mean i i don't know how much more i have to say like the the side characters have been great they're each interesting um just it doesn't feel like it's a game that's gonna be too long where it wears out it's welcome right um and honestly i would just say i would really like to see not only Microsoft keep embracing projects like this, I, I really hope eventually, you know, I think if you listen to Mark Cerny a couple of years ago, right, like where some people thought he was taking a shot at the games industry, but I think he was more of getting to this kind of point, like where he's like, we can't live in a world where every single thing we build 
is a $300 million development project to make a 50 to 70 hour game. <laughs> we need games that are smaller and cheaper and can be faster turnaround time, right? And this is what this feels like. Like to me, this is the kind of thing I want to see more of. Like a game like this that's sure, it's not from some little indie studio. It has a solid basis behind it. And it's somewhere between eight to 12 hours, right? It's well written, well executed on all ends, and feels like it's, you know, worth your time. And that's what I think this is in the end. Well, and I agree. Surprising. And I think it is I think it is dope when your 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 big studios decide to take on an I don't want to call it an indie project, but I hope you know what I mean, where it's a sure. smaller scale. Uh we don't gotta we don't gotta fill out, like you said, that three hundred hour gameplay. Mm -hmm. One thing I didn't like, and mm -hmm. I didn't know about this until I saw the wiki. Chai is twenty five years old. I did not know he was that old. Per the, I, I figure I don't know what I you know thought he would have been. Well, I mean, he's a but loser. Also, he's a loser. <laughs> but I did. They're listing it on the wiki page. Chris It's not a broken arm like you and I thought. Okay, they're saying he's disabled. Like his arm. Oh, is done. okay. Okay, so yeah. So that's why he's so excited to go get what he gets done. Also, I think that the the box art kind of ruins it. Mm -hmm. But it's really cool to see how when he he becomes he kind of gets the weapon he uses to fight. It looks like a guitar that's in reverse. Yeah, it's like a bee flying bee guitar. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> I like it. Oh. So far, I don't have anything. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying this like you said anything negative, but I think if you're a fan of music, mm -hmm. um, you'll love this game. Uh, turn it up. Have a good time. Enjoy the visuals. Uh, and don't take it too serious because I don't think it takes itself too seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I do want to hammer this point. If you've got an Xbox and you've got Game Pass, uh, we do this from time to time where I'll say something like, what are you waiting for? Like, yeah. play this game. It's, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, you'll it's know. It's fun. You'll know right away if it's for you. And if it is, then I think you're going to have a fun seven to 12 hours I, yeah, I mean, look, it's got things. Well, you mentioned the S tier stuff for Metal Gear. This game has that. So you could spend hours trying to get all s tiers if you wanted to correct it's got ways you can upgrade like we said it's got stuff that if you want to do that it's there you don't have to do that per se um so yeah it, i would say just enjoy uh, it's free and, and if you don't want to go the xbox route it's chris said it was only 30 bucks on yeah Steam, um so. speaking of like little things in this game just one last little tidbit the robots there in this that work for the actual company. Um, make sure you go up and consistently talk to them because like oh, where point. the humor is great, like as far as rock motifs and all that, and kind of like things you see uh, all the time in rock and roll and what we think of, like what they play on here. What they do with the robots is like, they do that with corporate America, like just, the different ways of how people are in corporate America. And it's, it's good little humor and funny jokes. It really is. And like they're, they're off talking and you'll see that they're talking. You can't really interact with them. Yeah. But if you listen, it's good, good stuff. It's yeah, good. I agree. Yeah. It's good script. Um, Are you going to give a rating for this? Do you feel? I, I'll let, let me see what you say. And I'll say, I can see all that. Yeah. I'll, I'll kind of do that. Does yeah. that make sense? Uh, or not. I'll just be like, eh, <laughs> i think yeah i mean this shouldn't be too shocking for me it's a nine i i think it's great for what it is i don't think it's like i said i don't think it's like writing any 
like you know but chapters just, yeah, of, of gaming game. but it's yeah it's solid it's confident um you know especially compared to some like triple a things i've played like where sometimes you have to deal with the the hiccups of yeah. that it's like you remind yourself like oh yeah when games are smaller everything was yeah. kind of really well <laughs> fleshed out and works well oh. you said it wrong chris your actual score uh was a no Ah, yeah, that's so, true. It's fine, and it's funny. I was thinking, just from what I've played, I'm in the eight point five range, uh, but I'm not as you know fleshed out as you are in sure. in, in in the songs you've got to experience, the levels and yeah. and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's a solid dude, and and it may games like this are so much sweeter, right? When they're we're gonna call it free, but we all know it's not free. We're paying, or we have paid for our game pass. Sure. But you just you can just push the button and download it, and then you're playing. And the experience it truly gave me, I had on believe it or not some Turtle Beach headphones. Mm-hmm. It sounded amazing in those headphones. Hmm. I, I it's like the fourth time I've said that to you, peeps. Definitely turn it up, have some headphones on, and have fun with it for sure. Uh, also, take note if you watch Paul's hardware, how much. It sounds like the little voice from the beginning of his videos when uh, he says "excellent" <laughs> in this game, because it it kept throwing me for a loop. Playing, uh, yeah, we uh we would love to be friends with Paul's Hardware if we were on YouTube, but we're not. We just watch a lot of Paul's Hardware on YouTube. If you're a PC guy or mm-hmm. you want to learn about PCs, Paul is one you should definitely check out for sure. Paul, send us a check. Yeah, appreciate it, Paul. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. 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 <laughs> uh, Sean. Yeah, buddy. There's a Nintendo Directing coming. Nintendo has scheduled its first direct for the year for february 8th hey heads up listeners if it's early on the day you know as in like the first day of this podcast release that's today (laughs) yeah Uh, for those in the chat watching us live right now that's tomorrow um but yeah and it's scheduled for 5 p.m eastern uh the direct will be around 40 minutes long focusing on games launching in the first half of 2023 one must hope for the company will offer a closer look at the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, or is it Tears, as John says, Octopath Traveler 2, and Metroid Prime 4, which is for sure coming before June 30th, right? Pretty sure. I sure hope so. Um, I don't know. I, I really do hope. I For John, like we joke a lot, it's it's kind of messed up that they tease Prime 4. And then it just went away. And I, you got to wonder, like, man, bring it. It would be dope to get Tears or Tears, Octopath 2, and and all that, like something. I, I literally, uh, our friend Mike found out about this today, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what they're going to talk about. I really don't. Normally yeah. they'll say it, it's going to be, a, you know, like an indie whatever. They're not doing that now. They're just saying it's the first direct, so that's kind of cool. I'm trying to think, like, yeah, hopefully Zelda would be the big thing, right? Um. Don't know when Pikmin's coming, but it has been announced, so that's a possibility. I believe there's that Kirby's uh, Dreamland game that's coming some point here in the first half of this year. 
if not pretty soon. Um, so they're, they could be talking about that and who knows, maybe they'll have like another kind of smaller Mario or side character thing. Right. Or just, uh, some DLC. They could have that too. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I, <laughs> um, who knows? Uh, I don't know, but tune in and we'll find out. Um, you probably already have a Nintendo Switch because I'm about to read something that proves that. We're talking of like GOAT status, the all-time list for the Switch. And what I mean by that is uh, with 122.55 million units sold, the Nintendo Switch is now the third best-selling console of all time. And this surpasses both the PS4 and the Game Boy. Additionally, Nintendo announced 994.3.30 million units of Switch software have been sold. That's that is amazing. But we do want to point out at least 2 million belongs to John, who actively passes out copies of Breath of the Wild to anyone he sees on the streets. And fun fact, when he's not handing them out, he gives them to me to hand them out because we both now understand that Breath of the Wild is the greatest game ever made. Like, yeah. Let's just be honest. I'd say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got breakable swords. Yeah, but it's yeah, but when you get your breakable sword charged up and you're doing the thing you're doing at the end of the game and that music kicks in, let's be honest. True. Let's be honest. I'm I'm having too much fun with this. this you is- are having fun, and I was just thinking, we're just like drinking like Coke and water. I know, yeah. Like, like John's, not, John's <laughs> not even doing his bourbon, yeah. And I'm not drinking PBR or Miller, so. But here, I'll, I'll, I'll stop with the torture for everyone at home. I don't want to scare everyone away. Uh, but yeah, congrats. Um, I mean, uh, what the PS4 launched before the Nintendo Switch and ended before the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> did and it's already surpassed is that it. true yeah i mean ps4 was 2013 2014 so oh yeah when did the switch come on 17 16 15 what did it come out yeah 17 what was zelda right 2017 that's crazy it is time for a new switch bro it doesn't feel like it kind of but when you think about it it is right yeah we really need crazy one. um luckily they didn't get fined like some other companies. Like some things did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean, the SEC fined Activision Blizzard half of Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard. Let that sink in real quick. <laughs> uh, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has charged Activision Blizzard $35 million for, quote, failing to maintain disclosure controls related to complaints of workplace misconduct and violating, ah, cannot say that word today, uh, whistleblower protection rules. Uh, Activision has agreed to pay the fine and settle its violations, which which stem from issues dating back to 2016. Quote, according to the SEC's order between 2018 and 2021, Activision Blizzard was aware that its ability to attract, retain, and motivate employees was particularly important risk in its business, but it lacked controls and procedures among its separate business units to collect and analyze employees' complaints of workplace misconduct, the SEC mm. wrote. 
uh i think what they're referring to sean is the little uh <laughs> we'll just call it a shishmandle uh there was a shishmandle going on yeah still going on um yeah. you know mainly over blizzard but also to parts of activision too um and i imagine the reason that they're doing things like this selling and getting it done is again they're planning to be acquired by microsoft so it's kind of like hey go ahead and pay get the take your you know come and check take your loss uh have your bad day of press and hope this fades away because that's primarily what a major corporation wants when things like these happen unfortunately for them well i mean not unfortunately they deserve it for yes fine yeah probably i I, I know more (laughs) yeah yeah i mean think about when we first talked about the schmandel and now we just read a news bit where they had to pay 35 million uh for not doing the things they should have done yeah 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 uh, we'll probably have something else on it to be honest who knows uh i'll tell you one thing f the oscars what uh t- take two sells 10 million that's the headline i'm going to give you hazel light studios the creators of 2021's game of the year it takes two have announced the game has sold 10 million copies making it easily the studio's biggest success in its short history. Um, The quote is, our minds are officially blown. Hashtag it takes two has sold over 10, 10 million. Potentially twice as many players have enjoyed our game. We never dared to dream of so many fans. Thank you for all the love. And uh, John still won't play the game with either Chris or Sean as he actually doesn't believe in the power of the book of love. The book of love. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time, man. That was I'm a really, good time. I'm really glad for them. I mean, hopefully, maybe now they can just make games consistently about divorce and how, you know. I, I'm going to say just real topics, Chris. They, they handled that, and it was... Well, you know they handled, let's see, they handled murderers. Uh, they then handle decapitating an elephant. Yeah. Um. Well, bef- before that, we we escape from a jail. Yeah, murderers. You know, I said. mean, yeah, it's fine. So <laughs> I don't know. They're they're running out of things here, but there's gotta be. I don't know. Maybe they'll make Bambi the game, and we can just. I was crack- thinking famine, some kind of way. Why was I thinking famine? Like, I don't, you can I don't know. you can be the mom, and I'll be Bambi. And then, wait, that means what? No. And then I'm just one moment. No. I have to walk around the screen for 10 minutes going, mother, <laughs> mother. I'm not signing up for that. And then you come back and it switches you out from being the mom into being the dad. And you're like, I will make you a man now. <laughs> and then, you know, and then I come back and I just want to get busy. Hey, man, shut this down. This is a, I don't want to oh, be here. Oh, yeah. Shut down city. Uh, free-to-play Knockout City, the team-based dodgeball game published by EA, has announced it will shut down following its ninth season, which will end on June 6th. The game first launched in 2021. Veln Studios announced real money transactions will be removed with the start of Season 9 and that almost every cosmetic item will be available uh, at some point during the final few months. Um, This is not something that seems to be 
unique, Sean, which is it seems like if you're a games as service and your name is not Apex, uh, PUBG, <laughs> Fortnite, or right. Warzone, you may be right. facing some very hard times. And maybe well, maybe this means this bubble of uh, games look, as service is about the you can you can say that or and I'm not even if anybody ever listened to this I'm not I'm not knocking you <laughs> but like uh it being dodgeball dog yeah I know I know this is I'm more so thinking of this coming on the the heels of, of course Marvel Avengers yeah. being I mean, shut I, down yeah it's just like bro it's like dodgeball. <laughs> I mean, dodgeball is a great game. I don't, it's a game where you dip, duck, and dive. I saw something on my TikTok uh, of, of somebody doing some amazing behind-the-back, like, fake-out, and then all of a sudden throw the missile to hit somebody in dodgeball. Cool. But, like, I don't want to sit down after a long day at work and be like, all right, let's you play know, some dodgeball. You know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like talk from someone who can't play dodgeball very well. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right you might be right uh, you don't dominate you, a dodgeball i know that much you're not wrong but you know i it, as it just so happens we're in the middle of news and i can tell you something that is dominating chris and that's oh, sony yeah. okay sony just had its best quarter ever in its third quarter financial results sony revealed that they sold a whopping 7.1 million consoles in the final three months of 2022 that's just three months of work, ladies and gentlemen. That brings the total sales of the PS5 to 32 million since launch, with 12.8 million coming in the 2022 fiscal year. Sorry, financial year. Fancy. Additionally, Sony has revealed that God of War Ragnarok has already sold 11 million units, more than doubling what it double sold. It. It's <laughs> double it. Then it sold in its first week in the remaining weeks of the quarter. No words yet, ladies and gentlemen, and as if our very own John has continued a game he apparently hates. Like, I'm pretty sure that 10,999,999 people who bought God of War have beat God of War. Yeah, because it's amazing. But you have to have outliers. John yeah, yeah, yeah. is our outlier when it comes to God of War. He hates yeah. the game, dude. He really does. I don't know why he hates it. Why does he do that? I don't know why he does that. I think he just takes it out because he still hasn't gotten Metroid Prime 4. So, like, when he sees something that the first one came out after Metroid Prime 4 got announced, <laughs> and now the sequel's out, and it's also great. Oh, my God. But, like, mm. these gods that you fight, it's almost like you're you're a god of war. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? Uh -huh. But they're 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 the way the game they're just so big they're almost like titans that you're fighting you know what i'm saying well sean unfortunately what? i hate to say this but you are not ready for titanfall oh what what now chris bloomberg has reported that ea has canceled an unannounced project code name titanfall legends the game was a new single player game that was set in the titanfall and apex legends universe not much else is known about the title but it was being directed by Muhammad Alavi, uh, who served as a designer on the first two Titanfall games. This cancellation coincides with the closure of mobile versions of Apex Legend and Battlefield, 
and has directly affected 50 developers who were working on the game at the time of cancellation. EA will reportedly try to place them in other positions within the company, which means if they don't, they'll probably get fired. Um, yeah, this sucks just because, I mean... I'm, it does suck, and I'm not laughing at that. I'm <laughs> laughing, once again, to remind everybody on Twitch.tv, we do have folks that are typing sometimes as we read things, and that was a perfect... Uh, <laughs> that was a perfect message from our very own Dwight Dynamite. Damn. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it sucks because, I mean... Time the first Titanfall was a fun kind of like felt yeah. like it was a test concept, right? But like, it was kind of dope because you yeah. came out of the sky in a Titan, and especially because you know for that like it was a launch game for Xbox One, right? Like yep. so, yep. you just it it was weird to think this is where games were heading at the time. Titanfall Two though was I mean the multiplayer was much more balanced than the first one. And more importantly, with the single player campaign, it's one of the better shooter campaigns that I can recall from the last generation, you know, and it, it like the idea of like the one thing that kind of sucks when you think about something like Apex Legends is that there's a bunch of cool characters and they're supposed to be tied to this Titanfall universe, but we don't ever get that interaction or backstory outside of like maybe a couple of like character trailer trailers when they get announced, right? Um, and the idea that we might have gotten finally a single player game where you could have had some of those characters from Apex Legends makes make appearance, but you still have that classic, oh, here I'm calling him my Titan now, right? And right. I'm going to go around and do mech things. That would have been really cool to see. But, yeah. Potentially, but it's gone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. just the times we live in. Everyone... Uh, I'll tell you this right now. I think it's like everything here is kind of like, even though we're talking about how great Nintendo and Sony are doing, I think there's going to be a lot of painful news this year, unfortunately, in the game industry. You know, it's uh, it's not looking. You know, good. that is you are lobbing that up for me. Am I? <laughs> I mean, you really are, because the next news story doesn't doesn't get any brighter. Gotta tell you that much. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll read the we'll read the headline, folks. It is fare thee well, fare thee well, PS Plus collection, and we say that because Sony's popular PlayStation Plus collection will be removed on May the 9th. The collection has been a perk for PS5 owners since the launch of the console back in 2020. Uh, it allowed owners to have access to a number of PS4 classics. This is a perk with the base level PlayStation Plus subscription, though. The games are included are Bloodborne, God of War. This is the 2018 God of War, uh, Uncharted 4, and there's even some third-party games out there like Mon uh, Monster Hunter World and Resident Evil 7. Members can redeem these titles up until that date of May the 9th, and they can continue act, um, to access them as long as they actually have an active PlayStation Plus subscription. So you should be good there. I was a little confused on that, and. Uh, now i'm not confused on that yeah um i think they're to a point now because you know you say 32 million someone's like you know we could be making money off of bloodborne <laughs> <laughs> we could be making money off of 
God of War and all of that, and it sucks. But it is a nice benefit. So I just tell people it's you go out there. It, it's as far as I know, since it the PS5 started, it's been right there, pretty easy to find on the front page of uh you know your home screen. And if there's any of those games you haven't played, and you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you know you don't have to have the fifteen. 30 or you know whatever the higher tier version of that is if you just have the base playstation plus you can go get those games add them to your library and play them when you finally do have time because i mean just like you know uncharted 4 right like you know that's a amazing game from naughty dog god of war if you aren't one of the 11 million who bought it or i guess the first one sold 23 million right so if you're one of those people like whenever this you're like, oh, I hear they're making a show. Or heck, if you don't want to go buy the next gen version, I believe the the last one remastered they did on PS4 is on there for Last of Us. So, you know, go check it out. Is it really? Yeah. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Unless they removed it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's possible. I, I kind of wanted to play it again, and that would be dope. Like Last of Us remastered. True. Is that what you're? That's what you're saying? Not not the latest remastered. I'm saying the one. Oh. That, <coughs> the one that. Oh. Yeah. The PS3, the PS4 version. Are you dying? Yes. <laughs> I'm dying because uh, Sean, I gotta say something. Okay. Finally, Uh, a short delay, Sean, in a galaxy far, far away. See what I did there? Because, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and the line is, is is a long time ago, but, you know. I see what you did, man. But instead, I put a short delay there because <laughs> Respawn has announced that Star Wars Jedi Survivor is being delayed, but fear oh, no. not, youngling. The delay is only for six weeks. The game will now launch on April 28th. Respawn cites the main reason for the delay being for polishing of the final release while enhancing performance. Quote, we're proud of this game and this team that has created it. And giving them extra time ensures that on April 28th, we're delivering another great Star Wars experience for our players, said Respawn Entertainment CEO Vincent Pella in a released statement um sean yeah you know a couple of weeks ago we kind of talked about how um redfall was coming out on may 2nd that wasn't a bad little window they might be in um because you know it was just before we're supposed to get this zelda game if it hits there really wasn't anything else right around it that was huge huge well, now well now four days before redfall comes out you can play Star Wars Jedi Survive. <laughs> hey, hey, look, if you want, it's two days before my birthday. So if I you will want um, to be a good chap, you know? You know what I'll do? I'll give you a two-hour demo on EA Play. <laughs> Happy can... birthday, buddy. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. the delay, It's a, I don't mind it six weeks. To me, that does mean, hey, man, we're good, but we just got to tighten this up. Um, hey, I'll take it. It's like, it's one of two things 
It's either a Cyberpunk 2077 delay, oh, no. which means we're delaying this six weeks because we hope we can figure out the problems in six weeks. Or it's a, um, what was here? Or, or it's a Last of Us Part 2 delay, right? Where I believe Naughty Dog said, hey, we need like about six, seven more weeks. And that's what they did. And they pushed it from like early May to mid-June when that game came out. And then Sean was in an accident. What? Okay. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> oh no, he forgot. Um oh, no. But no, you know, the polish on that obviously was was well worth it, right? So, you know. Yeah. Hopefully it's the latter. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited. Are you excited? Yes. What? Are you so excited <laughs> that you would maybe want to wrap this whole entire show up? Ne- actually no never what if I told you it was I don't know just to be safe Electronic mail or from the future. Oh, this is good stuff. To me, this is always like uh when I DJ and the first dances are done. It's like, all right, now it's time to loosen the tie up and let's have some fun. This is the part of the show that we call emails. That's how you'll see it tagged, but what it really is, it's all the things you want to talk about. We start off with emails. So if you want to be a part of that conversation, you can send uh, send it to us at uh, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And Chris, it looks like we have, let's go ahead and read six today. So that's three apiece if you want. Uh, yeah, I'll let you go first and let's just see how this plays out. All right. By the way, I love how Anchor said we had replies to our Q&A and I like, clicked on it and it was like just someone saying, one, don't think I remember ever posting a Q&A on an episode. Two. Ever, yeah. Two, it just said, "Love your show." So I don't know what question they oh, respond to, oh. but you know that maybe they're calling Alexa. questions just reviews. Yeah, they're true. called questions. Hey, thanks for loving the show, random person. Right? Uh, we got Alejandro. Hey. Always reliable. Yes, he's the Cal Ripken of emails. You know. Yeah, maybe the LeBron James. Hey, LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> Gentlemen, my apologies for last week's email dysfunction. Fortunately, Johnny, we should start calling him Johnny. I want to call him uh, Jeff's brother, but I think he'll get really not like that for a while. I think so. Maybe Johnny is better. (laughs) I think if you called him Jeff's brother and Darren was next to you, he'd be even more angry. That's an inside (laughs) joke. Uh, That works. Yes. Fortunately, Johnny tagged in hot with the steam stream of consciousness fire hose money shot email that was equal parts Finnegan's wake and power wash simulator on an overclocked RTX 4090 tip of the hat to you, sir. That was Uh, unexpected by us. John never does anything like that. And he just, he quickly realized there was no punctuation and he did the thing he does. Yes. Uh, Anywho. For decades, I've enjoyed playing Magic the Gathering, but sadly, 
I've not found a video card game that scratches the same itch. In most cases, such with Hearthstone and Marvel Snap, I'm turned off by the monetization model. Currently, the only video game uh, card game on that I enjoy is Slay the Spire. That is a great choice right there. Uh, my simple question for you is, what are your favorite physical card games and video card games? Uh, shuffingly yours. See, because Sean and card games. You, you shuffle cards, you, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alejandro sent from the top of my Crimson Val Commander deck. <laughs> uh, nice. I'd say favorite physical card games. I'm I'm actually I'm with you, Alejandro. I, I did love me some Magic when I was younger. Um, as far as ones now, actually, a lot of the ones you just named. I love Hearthstone, Marvel Snap, Slay the Spire. Um, I even like the uh, and I've played it a couple times. The uh, the video game version of magic the gathering i think it it's a good export and i think i read they're doing doctor who this year uh for the 60th anniversary of magic the gathering which kind of makes me want to see how the hell that's going to work but um why not um i see acid sugar saying mtg pokemon and he still plays ugo games so there's that Sean, do you play any card games? Uh, yeah. Well, it's not really gaming related. Um, my first thought was Uno, right? Boom, Uno's a goat. Hey, a that's card a card game. game. That's a card but game. But my favorite card game is if I had to answer it was Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> that too. The game's amazing. Mine. Um, but it's not like I know it's not kind of the magic or whatever. I don't. I guess the only PC card game I've ever played, and I actually enjoy it, was Hearthstone. It was amazing. Um, the reason I played Hearthstone was because I wanted to get a mount mm -hmm. and the actual game of WoW, and you could do that, but I kind of was like, this is kind of amazing. Uh, I feel really bad. I'm trying to remember one that was on Steam. Uh, inscription. Um, there you go, Alejandro. If you liked, if you like Slay the Spire, check out Inscription. I believe it's in... Um, in the uh what you call it uh steam and that game it, it's not monetized it has a story to it and it is one of the craziest and also creepiest experiences like that game i think creeps me out more than uh than like dead space does um is 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 this is going to be a super noob question but i love everyone and i know you'll accept this question with love Magic's a card game. D&D's more of a dice game. Is that right? <laughs> I got him. F you. <laughs> Woo. Uh, but no, I just, I, I never really got into, what I, I do have a question though. The game he named, mm -hmm. wasn't that the original poop game? What? Magic? Slay the Spire? Oh, Slay the Spire? Uh, didn't you play like on a phone or something? No, no. What was that game where it was like a king and you were going through? Yeah. Like a... Oh man. What was Rain? that game? That Reigns? Huh? Reigns. Yeah, that's Rains what it was. was that was dope. But I mean, Slay the Spire is definitely the kind of game where if you got on your Switch, you could totally make it a poop game. I'm not sure if it's on mobile, but it would yeah. it could work on mobile. That's nice. I mean, but man, hey, that's a mobile. good question, and, and I kind of want to get into mm -hmm. I kind of want to get into that stuff. I, I jokingly brought up Dungeons and Dragons, but I kind of want to actually play Dungeons and Dragons. I kind of want to play Magic. Uh, 
just for fun, crack open some beers and have some fun. But I don't have anybody who wants to play with me, Chris. <laughs> Chris head just snapped so hard in my direction. <laughs> like, don't you do that? Don't you lie to these people? Don't, don't lie out loud like that. Oh, what are you gonna go with? I'll read the two Tuckers. They go together. It's really just one. Oh, okay. Um, whoa, this is a big one. Hey, I don't want to read. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this one's kind of cool, and it's got me thinking. I'll be honest. There's no subject, and this is from uh tucker uh it says hey guys aka nslayer 173 hey hey uh tucker just a reminder 10 more episodes until the big 400 uh dj horn can't wait for april 18th chris we gotta do something (laughs) i like how he thinks we're gonna not take we are i got i got we're gonna i got you bro last week's show was effing amazing I literally died in my car on the ride home from work when drunk John read John's email. Eminem Eminem legit has nothing on both these guys. I'm so (laughs) glad I was able to be a part of what could quite possibly be the best email segment ever. Facts. Mm. Uh, I was relating to you guys a lot when you guys answered my question about your metaverse lifestyles. Love when Chris said he would choose Mario Odyssey just because shades. Shades. Also... (laughs) Who wouldn't want to be a T-Rex for a day, right? If I had if I had to be a uh, pick a game, it would either be Minecraft because I know my way around and I could build anything I wanted, Doom so that I could unleash my undying rage on the literal children of Satan, or of course, uh, being the absolute weeb I am, the Demon Slayer game so I could train myself to manipulate my breath into mad, uh, mystical energy to vanquish my enemies. Those last two seem very serious because I believe in this we were going to die, right? Yeah, it was like you were going to die if you did. Like me, you know, I feel like my worst scenario in Mario Odyssey is like I just have to turn myself into a tree <laughs> and hide. Um, right. I'd where, hide forever. Yeah. just I'm an evergreen tree. Unless, <laughs> unless like deforestation comes to Mario, I'm probably oh my, fine. I'm done. But uh, like Doom, <laughs> you could die like every five seconds. Instantly, yeah. yeah. Like, right. We're not Doom Slayers, bro. Um. This past Monday was my, oh my God, my 18th birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Youngins. Uh, so crazy to think that I have grown to become a man. Oh, I almost feel as old as you, old Richards. Hey, mods, ban this email. I also belong to one of those families where we have birthdays right next to each other. My brother Bridger turned 16 this past Sunday. So shout out to you, bro, if you're listening. Shout out to Bridger. Happy uh, right? 16th to Bridger. Happy birthday your... to you. I love your show, Tucker. Richardson. Wait, that's some of that. <laughs> that's is. funny. Uh, it's crazy and kind of sketchy to think that I've made it this far in life and that adulthood has officially fallen upon me. To yeah. think that the rest of my life is just around the corner. The majority of your life, sir. Yeah, you're right? 18. <laughs> I know it's been a while since you guys have uh, been in my position, but what tips do you guys have about prepping for the rest of my life? Let's stop right there because there's gonna be a little bit more, but let's let's unpack that. That's a big question. Um, eighteen, go do things whenever you can. Um, and don't think about it. Like it's your one opportunity in your life where you have no responsibilities, complete freedom. You're young enough to try things, and you're young enough also to survive while being maybe not you know well having a good monetary background. So 
go do that. Yeah. Like a friend of the show, uh, Jeff, his daughter, a couple of years ago, you know, she was living around here and kind of just doing her thing. And like, she got to about 20 and all of a sudden she just decided to become an airline, uh, stewardess. And like, you know, now she has, you know, she's moved away from here. She lives, she's lived in two major cities and she gets to fly routinely to like Europe and California and all these are, you know, just beautiful places. Right. So like do, do stuff like that. Like seriously, that's what I did back then. I loved it. Probably some of my most favorite time. That's actually, I was, I'm surprised you said that. That's really good advice for somebody yeah. young, you know, uh, the joke would be young was so far away. We don't remember it, but that's obviously not true. Well, you uh, guys I would are say ancient. <laughs> I would say uh, legitimately celebrate all the good times, like have fun, sure. surround yourself with friends. And like that kind of ties into what Chris said, go to concerts, have fun, do things. Yeah. Uh, eventually you'll be in your twenties. Um, you Hopefully you get a job where you can kind of start settling down uh, financially, like plan early financially. It will go a right, very John. long way with you. Huh? Yeah. If you can do something like that, like, but seriously, you're going to find one day you wake up and you're like 27, 28. And if you're not yeah. married and have a kid on the way, more than likely nine out of 10 of your friends are. And yeah. you're going to quickly find out there was a period of your life where it seemed like you could do whatever you want with them and, and have all the adventures. And then the next day they have a different focus that obviously just natural in life. So I, I heard period. this today from my friend and I love it. He said, uh, dream big, a uh, dream mm -hmm. so big that you can land on a smaller dream that's still pretty awesome so don't be afraid to live life to the fullest my dude and hey uh if you want you know just do things have fun and again happy 18th and if you uh, so accidentally we'll uh take acid don't look in <laughs> that's a bad idea yes um also let's get back to the email wild hearts isn't going to be on xbox one either everything is just going to be next gen now I mean, do you guys know if time. I can get it on Game Pass? And if so, uh, how do I get started? Chris I, will look into that. I don't think, think it, it. No, it's. I, I don't believe it's day one Game Pass, but it would be on EA Play where you could get the. You could a potentially try a demo of the game, and b <laughs> right. you could get the discount if you bought it from Xbox or I think PlayStation has that now too with their PlayStation Plus. So. Cause it is True. an EA game. Do you guys have any game recommendations and uh, recommendations until then? Um, high five rush. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I, I think, I think, well, I don't know what system he has. I yeah, think he's I implying know. that he has just an Xbox. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It depends. We're the worst have. right now. Yeah. <laughs> if, I mean, if he's got a PS five or, or an Xbox, the Dead Space remake. Both John and I were pretty high on that. And also, um, me and Sean were pretty high on Hi-Fi Rush. So there's two games Rush right there. And I, I would say, like, I'm telling you those games just more so because they're not ones that are going to be 40, 50 hours and you might have to put it down leave it behind because this wild, I mean, Wild Hearts, from my understanding, is pretty much like EA's Monster Hunter game, yeah. right? And so I'm imagining when that game comes out, you're playing to spend the majority of your time on that. So I will, I will, um, I will, I will ask you this. I don't know what system you have, and I can help you way better. 
and maybe we do know your system. We're just kind of drawing a blank right now, and that's our bad. But I don't want to steer you in the wrong direction on a system you don't have. Uh, I did want to circle back. Uh, there was a couple of people in chat that chimed in, and I want to highlight a few of these. Uh, Huck told you to enjoy eating whatever you want and make memories but save money. Um, Acid Sugar chimed in and said, if you're going to spend money, spend it on experiences, not necessarily things. And then, of course, Dwight Dynamite said, uh, make sure to always take the full amount of withholdings for matched 401k contributions. You will know what that means eventually, and that is good advice. But I wanted to let you know <laughs> that even our, our, our peeps were chiming in for you. Uh, email, thanks so much for your support and for bringing great content to our ears each week. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Uh, stay forever young, boys, and game on. Game on, Tucker. As a reminder, this was Tucker, who's also known as Enslayer173. And um, also very important, this was sent from my iPhones, Xbox One's, PS5 Pro's, Pet Apple Watch's, Commodore 64's, Brick Phones, Samsung, Smart Fridges, Amazon Dots, Nintendo Switches, iPhone. That's a lot. Gangster. Um, he also quickly sent in a meme. <laughs> And I think this was, I don't know what game this is, Chris, but it, the meme is Can't um, Survive. Do you know what it is? Yeah. Is this uh, Dead Space? Yeah, that's Dead Space at the top. And then Needs for Collar Coat for Ice Plant. And that's Dead Space 2. <laughs> so the meme is Dead Space and Dead Space 2 on top of each other. Can Survive Extreme Cold Temperatures of Space in Skin Tight Engineering Suit. Needs for Coat for collar coat for ice planet yeah <laughs> so apparently there's an upgrade uh that's pretty funny <laughs> that's that's pretty funny so there you go man hey tucker thanks for the email for, for sure. sure chris it's your turn to pick back up uh which one should i go with i guess i think you should read the one that says dead space since we just talked about dead space that's true next up we got an email from our buddy john marcel he says hey guys hey Today is my birthday, man. A lot of what? people are getting birthday. February Happy 7th. birthday, buddy. And my wife. Your wife. Gifted me the Dead Space remake. That's a good gift. Nice. Uh, I was not into horror games or movies when I was younger, so I passed this game up when it came out. Now at age 30, I love horror. He's just turning 30. Oh, my goodness. You know I'm turning. <laughs> you know I'm turning in a couple months? Oh. Uh, yeah, I do. Now age 30, I love horror <laughs> movie. I love horror movies and video games. However, I have to really pressure myself for horror games for some reason. I find horror games to be way more stressing than any horror movie can Agreed. be. Agreed. But the stress a good horror game can put you through is also one of the best gaming experiences I've had. You know, Agreed. You know, a pro tip I've heard on this, like, because I don't get this. I know you get this, Sean, and I've, I know other people get this. Apparently, it helps if you do these things like they say on a live stream. Like if you stream the game. Uh, that's a lie. Let me tell you why. Uh, so we we live in a field, and, and Chris specifically collects data. He analyzes it. So I'm going to give him the smallest bit of proof on that. John and a couple of listeners thought it was a good idea for me to play Resident Evil 7 in VR, Chris. I didn't say it was live. good to play VR games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But anyways, um, <laughs> but since my wife, your wife bought it, I have to play it. You should play it. Uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. Maybe when I finish the game, I will play Dead Space two and three. Hey, I think, um, I'm not sure if they're on the PlayStation Plus version, but I know because 
EA plays in there in the back catalog, you can go back and play two for three on Game Pass. So there you go. If you've got that, there's an option for you. Uh, also, I have the final employment update. I was fired again. What? Yeah, February 1st came around. I was what? called at 7 a.m. and told I do not have a job anymore. So I've decided to close the door on T-Mobile and move on. On to new adventures. Thanks for all you do, John. What the? F- yeah, they asked this, him. This was a story, if you remember, he worked for a company, did a thing that may or may not have been sketched, but I think the consensus was, should I have been fired? Don't know. Fired. Goes to get another job. It's kicking butt at that job. And then that job then by. merges back with old job. And he's kind of given info that says you're good. Well, wow, man, 7 a.m. That's harsh. Like they couldn't yeah. just let you walk in and do it. Face no, to face. I, I'm, I, look, if they, they can call me at seven, I'm not. If I came in at seven and you fired me. Oh, bro. Oh, yeah, true. No bueno, man. I hate that news. I love that it's your birthday. For sure. I love that your wife is awesome. Get oh, man, drunk. Maybe I <laughs> get drunk, Chris says. I immediately think uh really close to where I live is a T Mobile, but right next to it's a Moe's. Go work at Moe's. You get to listen to good music all day. You get to have burritos. Why are you Continue. trying to get everyone to a lifestyle where they end up at Moe's? Because working at Moe's would probably be fun. You can you can just make people are happy. I went to Moe's Sunday, and the guy who wrapped my burrito did not look like he was having the time of his life. He may have been thinking about, you know, some thirst trap text message that somebody sent him. You don't know what's going on, Chris. He seemed to be more upset that he was having a race against finishing wrapping my burrito and making sure to uh, get the chips out. He got word on the street that chris was coming in and chris is the guy who will bring his burrito back up to the counter for a rewrap <laughs> so he was uh, he was stressed acid sugar wants to know if mo's pays well i don't know yeah i think sean is all about working at mo's until he sees the pay I, I, chris I, I look i gotta look at you when i say this i'm to a, I, you get to a point in life and maybe you haven't reached that pinnacle yet but sometimes happiness outweighs money. Okay. Sometimes. Now, when you set yourself up with a mortgage and car payments and luxuries of life, look, yeah, you got to kind you, of balance that, right? When you start coming home smelling like freaking Moe's and you wonder, I don't mind it. And you wonder you why really all of a sudden you're knocking on my door because you need a roommate. <laughs> uh so in chat, Dwight Dynamite's wondering if Moe's is the clam chowder place. No. Uh, Moe's is uh, like a Southwest grill, as they call it. It's, I think, Tex-Mex, Subway-type vibes. They wrap your burritos. You can get nachos. You also, know, all a barbecue things. place down here now, too. You're yeah. in Oregon. Hey, man. Welcome to Oregon. Yeah. You know? All right. And wait, there's no Moe's in Oregon? I thought hey. Moe's was worldwide, baby. No? Okay. Uh, next email is from <laughs> is from uh, let's see Thorin. So the topic is or the email title says random talk. Okay, here we go. Hey everyone, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, Thorin. How are you doing, Chris? Pretty good. Also, what games have y'all finished? Uh, for me, technically, the probably the last game was God of War, right? That I actually finished. Is that right, Chris? Less, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't 
I don't keep up with what. <laughs> he said, uh, what did I finish? Like, he means from last year? Let's see. I just I finished Dead Space. You did, yeah. I finished God of War. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting things already. We are, because we're on the spot. Yeah. I finished... Uh, Last year, I finished Tunic. I finished Plague's Tale 2. Uh, yeah, I finished Tunic. Um, you finished Roller Drone? Yeah. Nice. I didn't know. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Oh, God. I'm yeah, there, I don't know which ones I finished. World? It all kind of bleeds together, but. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many. I finished Immortality. Every game that was in my top five list i finished <laughs> i wish my name was our friend mike because i could just say i finished all the assassin's creeds like all of them <laughs> that would be awesome uh but uh if uh or if you need to save time what games have you finished from from last year so i guess we kind of did a combo on that question yeah uh, there are some games still in our wheelhouse that we do all want to finish uh, believe it or not yeah, uh, I, I still one one little funny tidbit for me. I never finished Sniper Elite VR, and I'm like, why is it so hard for me? I want to finish Kirby. Yeah, well, I didn't. I was real close. I did. I anyway. Personally, I have finished. Uh, this is now back to Thorin, Pokemon Violet, Ultra Moon, and Sword, as well as Titanfall Two, Ultra Kill so far, New Super Mario Bros. Two, and Portal. Hey, nice. Portal's a good one to finish. Uh, last portal's the hardest game of all time <laughs> last week you had the question what game would you go into for a year and try not to die personally i would pick pokemon and call the threat losing large amounts of money from gambling on forced animal rights <laughs> i also heard someone say something about demon slayer i think that was the next season of the anime but tell me if it is a new game oh Personally, I don't watch the anime. I prefer to read the manga so I could spoil the whole show for you. Anyways, good luck with the show. Uh, this is, of course, from Thorin, and this is sent from Sean's Frankenstein PS5's iPhone inside of John's old trumpet while it's playing the weekly games chat intro. <laughs> wow. Remember when remember we used John, to the... John played a trumpet. I thought he played trombone. I used to play a trumpet. Apparently, what? John played a trumpet because oh. it's the I chat. The intro's in there, buddy. Remember, <laughs> remember when we used to have a horn section in the intro? No. Yeah, we had those saxes, and they'd be all like Christian John. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Do you still have it? No, that one's lost the ages. It got snapped out real. Dwight Dynamite says I played the trumpet, the euphonium, and valve trombone. Wow. What's a euphonium? That's a And yeah, technically there still is a horn section in our intro. Chris is totally overlooking that fact. That is true. There is. Chris is getting tired. Y'all see it? <laughs> hey guys. Why is Chris tired? Geek versus games. That's funny, Dwight. Keep Chris, Chris, you, <laughs> Chris, we've got one new email, and I think it's important that we answer it. I thought euphonium was really just a code for euphoria that show on HBO. I'm getting tired. 
Um, he's getting tired. Uh, he, uh, the chat and, and the listeners have to know that a euphonium is a mini tuba. Yes. You get to use your fingers on it. Finally <laughs> here, we got an email from Christian who asks a simple question in his tagline here. Do I truly exist? Um, and he says, Hey fellas. I think he said it a little different than that, Chris. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it's written. Hey, I know, but the, the energy level is, is dwindling. Do you see exclamation marks? I see a period. <laughs> <laughs> so when you see a period, by the way, chat, Chris is immediately going to read it. And he, you know, he kind of makes sense. Eeyore. I should, yeah. I should just, Hey fellas. Hold on. No, do this whole I don't know what this email is about. I've not previewed it, but I'm just gonna commit to this now. Don't really know what to say this week, but wanna make sure I continue my weekly email streak. This will be week five and counting. But with the continuation of current technology, who's to say that I head boy Nacho actually wrote? What if it was chat GPT wrote it? <laughs> what if I head boy Nacho never truly exists, And I am just Vicky in disguise preparing to take over the world by force starting the world's great world since greatest podcast. It's with this podcast. I shall brainwash the masses to do my bidding. I mean, just food for thought. Sent from my robot's fabrication facility. Maybe. <laughs> I I see that though. Like we never know. Yeah, that's that's kind of deep, bro. I mean, I had Chat GPT write a, a pop song for me the other day called Burger Time. Did you really? Yeah, and it actually worked. Like it You're was, not kidding. Yeah. Do you have the file? No, no. I mean, like I said, like, give me lyrics to a song called Burger Time. And then it just made, <laughs> made me a song called Burger Time. <laughs> oh my what yeah, like I see that. That was where my thought was going, Nacho. Can can the news team just be chat GPT now? It'd be way better. Not this week's news, but like in general. I could do that next week. In general. Well, like, ladies and gentlemen, that was weekly games chat email for the week. We're going to pivot over to Twitter, see what's happening. Uh, if you guys remember, we have a fan. We had a fan. I don't know if he still is or not, but he was. Chapman uh, at Chat Maddox. Um, so there was there's this list going around, and you may end up seeing it on your Twitter feed. It's one of those tier lists, right? T-I-E-R, where it's like good goat medium bad and all that stuff right and this one particular is about little debbie <laughs> so at the top of this goat status is oatmeal cream pies and swiss cake rolls at the actual bottom under bad is zebra cakes zebra cake rolls and pecan spin wheels hmm. just saying so that you may see that and uh, chapman ends up saying come to my house and talk trash about zebra cakes bad things are going to happen. That's pretty yeah, funny. I will. That's pretty good. Yeah, zebra cakes suck, by the way. Let's just go yeah. ahead and put that out there. <laughs> um, Let's see if we have any... Uh, No, nothing new that I need to talk about. Twitter has this weird thing now where it's not just mentioned. We've got some verified stuff. Wait, 
mustache what people are verified why are we not verified chris man we could probably get verified i want to get verified prepare to verify uh we don't have anything as far as direct messages that's cool let's go check out our followers we uh followed everybody back we're good just a reminder if you want to see things uh that we tweet and retweet you can definitely do that weekly games chat at wait just at weekly games chat so good update yeah, I just asked Chat GPT to write the Burger Time song, but in the style of Prince. Uh, <laughs> the chorus is, it's Burger Time, baby, don't you know? Gonna take a bite and make it go slow. With all the fixings, I can't resist. Gonna get down to it with my purple twist. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and the out. makes me happy. Uh, oh, God. The outro, so come and join with me in my burger paradise. We'll dance and we'll dine with ketchup in our eyes. And when we're done, we're going to do it all again because it's burger time, baby, till the very end. I'm recording this after this show. Screw Hogwarts Legacy. I'm just going to write a whole album. Dude, you're falling asleep after this show. Not after this. Now you got me Prince lyrics. I'm good. It's burger time, baby. <laughs> I can already hear it. Uh, we're going to pivot over to Discord because uh, the show is unraveling uh, as we continue to talk. But we have an email section amongst the greatest community, I think, or one of the greatest communities for sure out there in a Discord uh, situation. But under our email section, we've got one from Acid Sugar who said, uh, I've been hoping that Chris would snap something away like he usually does, but I guess it's fine. And then there's a Jeff of Thanos saying, I'll do it myself. Okay. That's hmm. snapping you away, bro. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Kato also wrote in and said, hey, guys, long time, no talk. What's up, Kato? Um, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? Nothing else to talk about. Y'all have a great week and roll tide. He said it. It's in print. I didn't say it. Roll tide. I don't, I don't care who wins. Um... Yeah, I don't really care who wins. I just want a good game, and I want Jalen and to think, to do good. I uh, I don't think I care, but I think I'm going to low key root for Jalen. So by by default, I'm going to be low key be rooting for Philly. Mm. Um, mm, uh, somebody said something today, and I was like, mm. they don't think it's going to be a close game. They think it's going to be lopsided. Either by the Chiefs or either by the Eagles. Whoever wins is a lopsided game. That's how it and used to like, always be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, only <laughs> been like the last 10 years that we've gotten a lot of really good Super Bowl games outside of that. One time the Bucks One killed time, the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that. Oh, I did want to point out, Chris, putting our general, uh, if you missed it, there's a Mario Kart trailer that uh, Pablo uh, Pascal. Yep. Oh, huh? Pablo Pascal. What? Oh, my God. What's his name? Did I just mess that up? Oh, you did. Pedro. Wait. Yes, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> I must have took an ambient like he did. My bad. My bad. Uh, but he's dressed up as Mario and is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. So definitely see that out there. It's a me. <laughs> it's a me for sure uh dope all right well chris you're falling asleep and i'm saying names wrong so 
that means one thing ladies and gentlemen this has been episode 390 of weekly game chat we're 10 away from 400 today we talked about hi-fi rush so wherever you download this podcast you know why don't you leave us a review and tell your friends how you find us hopefully it's a five or four star whatever you want to do and we appreciate that uh, if you want to write into us of course weekly games chat at gmail.com on the twitterverse we are at weekly games chat and of course we just talked about how awesome our discord community is and it is hey shout out once again to that guy on pandora saying our show was awesome you rock uh to john uh, if you ever listen to this game on john game on chris uh game on john wherever you are i know where he is uh and game on sean peace out everybody i'm wait longer than usual because john's not here oh yeah john's not here your mom's box Thargloid!